Grab your white tank tops and adamantium bullets, because guys, we're going to be talking about a movie that you really, really want to forget. Guys, welcome to the Mess Up Midnight Podcast, the show that's exoskeleton is built off of mac and cheese, a 30 rack of Coors Light, and a lifetime of repressed existential dread. I'm your host, Max Steele, and as always, I am joined by easily the fifth worst member of the X-Men. It's Michael Flaherty. See, exactly. It's uh, I, 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 I am, I... I'm the X-Men that Charles Xavier sort of begrudgingly let in because I technically had a superpower, but it wasn't one that was actually useful. My power was just hindsight and dread based upon what will happen. And (laughs) Charles is like, you know what? It's it is technically more than everyone else. So I guess you're a superhero. I don't know if you're like saving the universe levels, but I'm like, I'm, I'm here just quivering going. But what if Magneto does this? That'd be really bad. It's like, I can tell the future just by vibes and vibes alone. I just love, I just, just love, just like Cyclops and Rogue just come by and just be, and I'm just sitting there going, just turn to them and go, you ever worried about your own mortality? And they're like, all right. <laughs> they're like, you're a real bundle of joy. Well, guys, today we're, we're going back into the superhero movies. It's been a while since we've talked about one, Mike. If you remember correctly, we talked about <laughs> Ghost Rider during Nick Cage month, and that was kind of like our I first, you know, superhero movie. But we're going back to it today with a very interesting choice, and we'll get into that a little bit later. But guys, we're talking about X-Men Origins Wolverine, the 2009 superhero movie that was trying to kick off a, a new franchise after the X-Men trilogy had ended. They were going to try to go this direction of showing origin movies and like standalone films like they already had one in production for magneto so so mike mm-hmm. do you remember seeing this movie when it came out oh i saw this in theaters and i want to say now <clears throat> we've entered into we've entered into territory that uh is no longer uncharted for me mm-hmm. not there were some that i had been through but this is one that i saw in theaters as a kid enjoyed and left feeling pleased. Hmm. And then it's like, and and as I grew older and I remember hearing people just recant the movie and go, ha ha ha, what a stupid movie that was. The more and more scared I have of like letting that skeleton out of the closet. And then now when you turned to me and just went, Stu X-Men Origins Wolverine, I went, oh, okay, cool. All right, yeah, let's, Let's dig this grave up and see uh, see how well it holds up. And uh, boy, did it not. Boy, did it not. It's one of those things where it's the nostalgia goggles just broke mm-hmm. as I tried to put them on again. And speaking of um, existential dread, you want to know what gives me existential dread? Oh, the fact that there are people out there now who are as old as we were when we w- went to go see this movie. So like 13. Oh, there are people no. that old that were born oh, no. after this movie came out. <laughs> That's that that is really that is, that really frightens me that there's like that there are people who are born like 2003 that are just like that are that are like adults. Mm-hmm. They're oh, yeah. legally just adults. Oh, yeah. Just you know, just chilling and I'm like, "Oh, no. No, 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 no. No, no, no." And you know, it's only not me. it's only going to get worse. But we're not going to talk. We're not going to focus on the existential dread. We're going to focus on X-Men Origins Wolverine. They're kind of the same thing. So 
I think it's very interesting that we talked about Ghost Rider and now we're talking about X-Men Origins. Because you see, with Ghost Rider, that was the first that was like the first Ghost Rider movie. It was gonna like, I don't know, maybe maybe it was gonna be a standalone, maybe they were gonna make a sequel, which they actually did. But it was the first one, and you know, we had the comics to go off of, but we didn't have any like movies to go off of or continuity to keep up with. Now, with X-Men Origins. This is the fourth movie in the X-Men series. We already had like the three previous to kind of to kind of build lore a little bit. And this movie mm-hmm. is trying to start its own thing. Like I mentioned before, they were already deep in pre-production on a Origins Magneto movie. But, you know, things still have to match somewhat with the continuity and expectations that we have laid for ourselves with the previous films. And, you know, like if you think back to the first X-Men, we and. Wolverine was talking about like, you know, this thing that happened where we see flashes of Wolverine running around in a dark, dingy green room and he's bleeding from his claws and it's scary. He's getting shot. He would like people called him an animal back in the day. But then when you compare what they were talking about in those movies to what's happening in this movie, a lot of it doesn't really line up. It's like the previous mm-hmm. movies set up an image that we had, and this movie failed to deliver on that. It it literally it literally did. It's they it's like the writers understood that they had to tie it together somehow, and yet they still managed to not tie it together. Mm-hmm. You like it's they sat there and 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 did what they thought was tying it together and then they looked at each other shook hands and went all right everybody pack it in now we can get the train roll now we get the ball rolling on this on this f- production and then you're just looking back on it you're like no that that doesn't make any sense what <laughs> it just it makes it more confusing it just makes it more confusing well and it also in terms of expectations it didn't help that this film came out in 2009 i mean because like, there's a huge difference in like audience expectations, like with even just between like 2007 and 2009. Because mm-hmm. if you remember oh. 2008, um, <laughs> that was one year after, I don't know, Iron Man, The Dark Knight, and The Incredible Hulk movie that teased I- the Avengers. And not to mention that Origins came out two months after Watchmen, I, I I gotta say it's just it's just so funny the pre two thousand eight superhero movies and like post two thousand eight superhero movies are like two totally one hundred percent different things because it feels like the pre two thousand eight superhero movies everyone went in mutually like agreed with each other that this is gonna be che- that cheesy as hell like mm-hmm. it is going to be so ridiculous. And off the wall that everyone went, okay, sure. Yeah, that's totally fine. And then, like, literally the two movies that changed the course of, like, superhero films for forever, at least as, at least up until 2022, was The Dark Knight and Iron Man. Because it that literally, I, I, I feel like now every single superhero movie it is now either a Dark Knight style superhero movie or an Iron Man style superhero movie in that it's like it's semi-serious but with joke and wit and and pop culture references or it's like 
dark and serious and a really, really tragic look at the superhero from a different point of view. <laughs> and it's just like X-Men Origins falls into this weird pre-2008 superhero movie slot mm-hmm. that, that after all of those movies that you had mentioned came out, everyone kind of looked at it with, what the hell? No. Mm-hmm. Like, what? No. No, we don't want that. And you could also mention Batman Begins that came out in like, I think, 2004, 2005, around that time. But that movie kind of got the ball rolling, whereas The Dark Knight took that ball and hit it out of the fucking park. So that's why I didn't include Mm -hmm. uh, Batman Begins. Um, And it it also didn't help X-Men Origins that this that uh, the movie was actually leaked about a month before it's released about uh, excuse me, about the month before it was released. It was like missing some VFX, but, you know, by the time the movie actually came out, I believe the number I saw was it was downloaded almost 15 million times. Oh, that's got to be a punch in the gut Mm -hmm. because 15 million in 2009 numbers is that's like going gangbusters Mm -hmm. like that is that is that's some that's some that's a that's a really huge amount of people Mm -hmm. that just picked it up and ran with it. It's like, it's like, it just reminds me of when Mark Ruffalo accidentally live streamed the premiere of the new Avengers movie, <laughs> like Endgame or something. Do you remember that? I don't think I remember that. No, literally, literally Mark Ruffalo. He got, apparently got like yelled at, like screamed at for this, but he straight up in his, like in his boomer tech knowledge, just accidentally live clicked go live for like the red carpet carpet movie premiere of Avenge of Avengers. I think it was like Endgame or something like that. Mm-hmm. But like he literally just had the phone in his breast pocket filming. Oof. And it was like an Ooh. hour into the movie until he was like, oh fuck, I'm live. Oh yeah, that 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 doesn't have to feel good. You, you expect just, those things I, from like Tom Holland, yeah. but not from, you know, Mark Ruffalo. Dude, okay, can we fucking sideline it? Just talk about the fact that Tom Holland can't keep his trap shut to such a degree that he that all of the other actors and actresses are handlers for him <laughs> whenever they're on interviews. Dude, that's wild that you have that much of a fucking motor mouth that like Benedict Cumberbatch has to come on with you and just go, we can't say that. We can't say that. Don't go any farther with that. <laughs> shut up. Sh- shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Just shut the fuck up right now. So beginning back to Dude, X-Men that, Origins. That, yeah. Um, let's let's look at some of the behind the scenes stuff we got going on. I'll, I'll talk Ooh. a little bit about like the directors and the screenwriters. And maybe I'll hit on some actors as we go out throughout this episode. So mm-hmm. let's look at Gavin Hood. He's our director. Who he actually beat out Brian Singer and Brett Ratner, who both who worked on the trilogy. Uh, Len Wiseman. Alexander Aja and Zack Snyder to make this movie, which I, I was kinda, knew Snyder was involved. Well, I, I was kind of surprised that like I'm like um, uh, a Zack Snyder Wolverine, I think would look visu- visually very interesting. But with the movie, the story and script that they had come up with, I don't know how how he would have done. It's there's always for it's always very odd. And it feels like this is only just because I've watched many a Snyder movies, except for the stupid Snyder cut of Justice League. I swear I'm not going to watch a superhero movie that's four hours long. I don't care how good you made it. Mm -hmm. And it's uh, but it almost feels like Zack Snyder has a very similar effect to having his hand on movies 
that Quentin Tarantino or like Jordan Peele does where it's like Jordan Peele had a hand in movies or Quentin Tarantino does. And you just go, Oh yeah, I do get those vibes. Yep. Mm -hmm. You're like, yeah, there's a certain vibe to it. Like I feel like Zack Snyder has that same effect to where you're just like, yeah, okay. And like, I got a little bit of it. Mm -hmm. Like he did, like he wasn't super involved, but you know, he, he was able to throw an idea out there. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, yeah. So yeah, Yeah, that makes sense. We're getting back to the director, um, Gavin hood. Some of his later work, he'd mm-hmm. actually go on to work on the Ender's Game movie, which you know, good for him. I'm sure. It, I'm sure it made. Yeah. I'm sure. He, I'm sure he did all right for himself. <laughs> but now let's look at the. Hey, it's a big movie. It's, it is a big movie, but well, you'll see. So, uh, <laughs> David, uh, the one of the screenwriters, um, David David Benoit, David Benoit. I believe I'm pronoun- I'm probably butchering his name. So, David, if you are <laughs> listening, I apologize. Uh, he would later go on to him a pill bin waff. So he would later go on to Mike. I don't know if you've heard of the show. He he was a showrunner and co-creator of this little show called Game of Thrones. Have you heard of that? <laughs> oh my god! You've heard, of, you've heard of it then? It's you know it rings it rings it rings ring, rings just a tiny bell. It's it, dude. Like holy shit! Look that is. Talk about a glow up and subsequent glow down of like of like a creator where it's just damn game of fucking throws. It's like hell yeah, man. <laughs> Shit. You're like, dude, that's like that's like sitting there just going like, oh, what a goofy little movie. Oh my god. Who was who is the writer? Vince Gilligan. You're like, oh my god. You're like, whoa, that's a that's a left turn. You're well, like, wouldn't have expected that. Well, something that was even more shocking was one of his follow-up movies. Um, something something called the Gemini Man, featuring Will Smith. Oh, okay, Every- all right. Well, all right. Now, now I'm starting to understand where his niche is because that makes sense again. I was like, we, we, you know what? One eighty. I was like, I was like, we. It's a full yeah, exactly. circle moment. Exactly. It's because I was like, oh, okay, cool. And then, and then you're like, Eddie also did Gemini Man, and I was like. And we're back where we started. We're back where we fucking started. And the other writer, Skip Woods, he would go on to write the A-Team movie, A Good Day to Die Hard, Hitman Agent 47, and he also wrote the 2007 Hitman, so I don't know, maybe maybe we'll talk about him on a podcast later. I I don't know who's to say. (laughs) Get ready for get ready for our next franchise month. Uh, movie the hitman series I think, I think there's only like two movies of them though <laughs> it's gonna be a quick month everybody <laughs> so mike let's just get to the ever important question of this podcast mm-hmm. okay. if this movie were a drink what would it be and why okay so i wanted to i wanted to do something that kind of exemplified how i felt about this movie so with this movie what what is it at its core? It is it is an Australian man playing an all-American badass who's, from who's been around who's from who is from Canada. <laughs> Talk about a fucking hodgepodge. So I had to so I was like, okay, cool. He's doing that, but he's also doing this semi-niche movie style, like movie genre, 
that came into the cultural zeitgeist, but also like has sort of come out of favor in the past like year, two years. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, so he's an Australian guy playing an all-American badass who's Canadian. Okay, whiskey. Flat out, it's just going to have to be whiskey because dear Jesus alive, I can't... Those Whiskey is the only thing that crosses that many borders. Mm-hmm. Past that, we're getting into vodka territory mm-hmm. or wine. Now, okay, whiskey, I want to go for an Australian whiskey. Like, an Australian whiskey. Uh, the only ones I could find were, like, super high-value, high-market, like, mm-hmm. Australian whiskeys. Like, Lark. Lark mm-hmm. is a really famous distillery in Tasmania. Really high regards. Uh, if you, uh, it's like, if there's an authentic Australian brand of whiskey that's really cheap, that one more so. But, you know what? If there isn't anything else, Lark. They're, mm-hmm. they're fine. But, like, yeah, that whiskey. Now... What is the cocktail that that embodied the genre that, you know, entered the zeitgeist was kind of an oddball at the time of this movie was made and then sort of came out of favor. I was thinking a Sazerac. Mm-hmm. And it also fits because part of this movie takes place in New Orleans. Now, for those who don't know, uh, a Sazerac, uh, the ingredients are you need an absinthe rinse, a sugar cube, water, Peychaud's bitters. Angostura bitters, rye whiskey, cognac, and a lemon peel. Mm-hmm. You know what? We're gonna we're gonna make a few tiny adjustments here. I love it. So, okay, absinthe rinse, sure, fine, whatever. You know, just fine. It's absinthe. It's cool. It's got a bit of weirdness. This movie has some weirdness to it that you can't really explain. Got Nick it. Cage is not involved. Nick Cage is not involved. <laughs> but this movie would have been awesome if it was Nick Cage's Wolverine. <laughs> if, if Nick Cage was Wolverine, God bless. That would be amazing. Okay. Okay, the the sugar cube and cold water, fine. That's you know what? That's pretty standard stuff. Peychaud's bitters, Angostura bitters. This movie has a this movie has an edge to it that is very that feels very fourteen year old. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, the bitters the bitters make sense. There's that there's that attempt at uniqueness that do, that falls flat, but you know we'll keep the bitters. The rye whiskey. This is where that Australian whiskey comes in. Throw that in instead. Now, it also calls for one and a quarter ounces of cognac. Mm -hmm. We're not going to use cognac. We're going to use something Canadian, since a lot of this movie also takes place in Canada with with our hero who is from Canada. We're going to throw in Molson Canadian beer, the number one beer of Canada. We're going to toss that in instead. But... And the final part of the Sazerac is you garnish with a lemon peel. That and I'm thinking about this in in the way that this who this movie was meant for, and that's 14 year olds, i.e., me at the time. Mm-hmm. Lemon peel garnishes are dumb. They're dumb. I don't want that. You know what I want instead? Monster energy. Mm-hmm. Throw in an ounce of monster energy in there. Give it a stir. Take a swig. It was something in its whole. It's something. That could have been good and had the ability to be good, mm-hmm. but damned if they didn't just fuck it up in so many ways. Mm-hmm. A drink that's going to give you a heart attack as well. And interesting. <laughs> so like, so like with the beer, 
so I know you mentioned it's one and a quarter ounce of um, cognac. Are you doing one and a quarter ounce of beer or is it the whole beer? It's one and a quarter ounce of beer. Okay, okay. Just okay. To add, just add a little bit of fizz a to l- it. A little bit of fizz to it. The okay, so I'm with you on everything except the bitters. I'm like those those specific because I include bitters in my drink as well. You'll you'll see why in a second. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm curious mm-hmm. how those bitters kind of link together with your drink <clears throat> that also links together with the film. So 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 I'm going to be honest. The cocktail fits with the film more so than anything else. I that see, being I said, see. the bitter, the the bitters, the bitters. I'm, I'm trying to link those together, <laughs> but the bitters, it's the bitters. It's kind of just like they're just that sort of. I like to think of them as that edginess mm-hmm. and that attempt at depth that doesn't happen. I see. I see that attempt at going like going like man, they're they're hunting down these people just because they're different, and now we gotta like, and it's no, we're we're. Do- what's different makes us special and all that crap. That's where I'm thinking the bitters comes in. Interesting. Okay. So, so for this drink in particular, I'm, I'm here, I'm here with it. I'm here with it. As Sazerac is a very interesting choice okay. for an action movie. So we, we, we use similar things, but again, like usual, we go in a di- bit of a different direction. So okay. you uh-huh. said, you said something I really resonate with. Typically, you know, when I think of an action movie or a superhero movie, I think like a whiskey or a bourbon, you know, if you look at like first mm-hmm. blood or die hard or John wick, those are very much like whiskey, like drinks. If you think of like superhero movies, you know, you got dark Knight, iron man. Like I'm thinking of a whiskey. Now this movie, it was a little bit more painful than the movies I just listed, but you know, it was trying to fit a lot in its runtime. Like, for instance, I have a list right here. Wolverine origin at the beginning, you know, going to war and discovering his powers. Oh, yeah. And killing his biological dad, which they just kind of brush over and <laughs> don't really mention throughout the rest of the movie. We also have Wolverine getting his adamantium exoskeleton, which, you know, we see, like I said earlier, we see in the first X-Men movie. And this movie isn't anything like that. We have the relationship between his brother where they fight, then they get along. Then with the flip of a switch, they they're back to fighting. So they're going back and forth. It's also the first hope, like in a hopeful origin movie series where they were trying to set up like Magneto. And with this movie, they were also trying to set up like Gambit as well, you know, um, throwing in and ruining Deadpool in a romantic mm-hmm. subplot involving Kayla Silverfox for some fucking reason. But despite all that, I also got a very strong, it could just be like, you know, the late 2000s, late, late, late 2000s, like early to mid 2010s, like action movie vibe. I also got a strong I Frankenstein vibe from this movie. Like, oh, wow. Like, I felt like I had to include something like that as well. You know, plus plus origins is also painful. Mm -hmm. I came across a cocktail. That includes bourbon. And gin, it's called Suffering Bastard, which I really oh, feel is yeah. That's that it's that's us watching the movie. That that is us every, every fucking week. So <laughs> the Suffering Bastard originally it includes one ounce bourbon, one ounce London Dry Gin, half an ounce of lime juice, two dashes of Angostura bitters, ginger beer, and garnish with mint. So so I hear that and I'm like okay. It's pretty good. 
how do we X-Men origin it? So we'll be moving okay. some things around uh-huh. with the bourbon. We'll use Jim Bean orange okay. bourbon whiskey. It's like oh. it's trying to appeal to a wider group of people, but it just kind of fails. Think of this like the action movie part of the film. Okay, so we got one part of that. Gin. Got to throw in some aviation gin. Of course, Ryan Reynolds, right? <laughs> but the way they massacred our boy. Let's make this hurt. Instead of one ounce, let's add two ounces. Let's really make it hurt going down. Oh, Half an okay. ounce of lime juice. We got Will I Am, right? Just want a dash of black eyed pea juice. Why not? Oh. <laughs> and you know, dash of bitters. Sure, let's keep it. But let's make let's make them like floral bitters as well for this random romantic subplot. You know, give it a nice flowery taste. Ginger beer. <laughs> let's replace that as well with a nice Canadian beer, a labbit blue. For Sabretooth, why not? We have Gambit in this movie for some reason. You see, I couldn't I couldn't really think of anything to shoehorn in there, so you know what? Um let's just let's just put a playing card in there. Okay, yeah. now you see you have all of these elements in a glass. So let's stir it with a CGI knife. We can't do that. It, it's not gonna look good. <laughs> okay, well we're just not gonna we're just we're just we're just not gonna stir it anyways. Now we're gonna fit all that. Now you gotta chug it. And now you got to make flavors out of everything you drink. And you know, that is the suffering Wolverine. I don't know. Or, That's, or, oh, ooh, 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 good, wait, good up, tagline. Trademark, trademark, trademark. I came up with that right now. I, that, I did not write that. I'm, 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 I'm suffering Wolverine. Let's keep, let's keep it. Absolutely. That's the name of that cocktail now. Now, now we got to try it. It's got a catchy name. You got to get That's, some black-eyed pea juice in here. Dude, oh my God. Black-eyed pea juice. <laughs> that's so nasty it's just, you're just like how about we make this vile <laughs> like, well like, Will I Am's acting sure, sure is vile in this movie dude oh my god can we okay can we just I, I, one I do love the cocktail that is a clever cocktail a creative one that just Thank incorporates you. just about everything in this goddamn movie <laughs> that being said oh my god I'm just so glad that Will I Am and subsequently the Black Eyed Peas, they left the world after 2011 and 12. And can I just say, I'm happy. Is that, is that, it's just, it's just like, it, they, I feel like I'm like shouting into a void, but they're not good, right? They can't be. No. Or. No, they're not. It's, it's like, it's just one of those things where we're like, where it's like, it feels like enough of time has passed where I can like look at everyone and kind of go, we all, we all screwed up with that choice, right? Never. And like, I'm just sort of waiting for someone else to go like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, hindsight 2020, don't know why, don't know why we let them in, but okay, cool. Sure. All right. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know what? But, I, I might anyway. say, I might save my comments for later, but guys, we are running, we are running late with this. I feel like this is going to be a long oh, yeah. one. So, guys, let's oh, okay. let's strap in and let's talk about X Men Origins Wolverine. Northwest Territories, Canada, eighteen forty-five. A fire crackles. A child coughs. An emo sharpens his fingernails. We got two young boys. One, 
Jimmy, and two, Victor. They banter back and forth. Jimmy is sick. Another man enters. Victor rises. The man who speaks, their father, comes to check on them. Now the father and Jimmy appear to have a relationship that Sabretooth, sorry, Victor is jealous of because he stares aggressively. Then we hear shouting from downstairs, what's going on? Father is drunk again. So Jimmy's dad runs downstairs. Victor gives chase. Young Jimmy hears a gunshot and he runs downstairs. He sees that his father has been shot. Ah, yes. The hero's dead fatherly figure, a classic trope. The man who shot his father is still standing there trying to reason with this kid. You did, after all, just kill his father. You know, can you really even reason with anybody at that point? I was, that, that, I was like, that's a real tough sell that he's kind of like, all right, all right, squirt. Let's, uh, let's just, let's just debrief on what just happened. Like, like they're going to be like, all right, you've earned yourself a spot at the table. Why don't you let, let, let me know what's going on? Like, no, he's like, he's like, no, fuck you. No. So, but Jimmy. I'm just going to call Logan from now on because you all know you all know who that's who it is. Logan don't play that way. His bone claws start to breach through the skin. And he looks up and he screams. Ah, and then he turns around, runs at the man who just killed his father and stabs him in the lungs. But then the plot twist turns out the man Logan just stabbed is actually Logan's father. And Logan is just like, Mom, what the fuck? Why didn't you tell me this? And the mom is just like, what are you? That's that's the best. He sits there and he's like, he's like, I like as he has his claws deep in his own dad's like lungs, he's just turns to his mom. He's like, hey, Susan, what the like, what the hell? Would uh, a forewarning would have been kind of nice. And she's like, you monster <laughs> and he's like all right, it's all right i mean whatever but, but mike you know something we don't have time to dive into their relationship because logan fucking runs out of this canadian cabin and runs into the woods and he encounters his brother victor and he's and victor says oh yeah we're brothers now logan's like i want to go home but victor who's saber says lol but we have each other and then the conversation gets fucking interrupted by, I don't fucking know, villagers, and they start running through the woods. And then it transitions. <laughs> we see Wolverine and Sabretooth fighting in different wars throughout history. The Civil War, the Revolutionary War, World War One, World War II, Vietnam. I, I, I just want to hop in. I'm glad you did. Real quick. Something just confuses me on terms of the logic. Okay. Mm-hmm. So by this, what this movie's trying to did, we're because we'd be here all night. If we were talking about like relating it to the comic books that are Canon, we're just going to take this. What this movie says is gospel. Mm-hmm. What I just want to ask where it's like, okay, these guys were obviously involved in the Revolutionary War, the Civil War. Why are they involved in every war? I feel wouldn't I do I don't want to be animals, that guy. Mike. They're animals. 
they're just they're just they're different. Different, Mike. <laughs> they're built different. No, it's like I I was just confused. I was like, why are you still fighting in wars? I was like, yeah, we, it's been established. I you you'll take one or two wars to get shot in the chest or the head, and then go. Oh, neat. I can't die. And then, then you go, cool. All right, cool. That was established. Not really sure I want to be involved in war again. Mm-hmm. But no, they're just like, they're just like, run the fuck back for like two straight years. For like, not two, 200 <laughs> straight years. Like, like, what the hell? And can we also take a, a moment to talk about the movie that we were robbed of? Of Logan? and Sabretooth fighting in different wars. Cause like I'm what, cause this title sequence is pretty fucking good. I'm not going to lie. I'm kind of oh, sitting yeah, here that and I'm just like, I kind of want to see this, and, you know, and maybe if we, if we flesh out the beginning, like with young Logan, like learning about his powers and being in the woods and, you know, growing up into that, that killer that we see in the later X-Men movies, like that'd be pretty cool. And also leave Schreiber as Sabretooth. I think that works. I mean, I think he's got like the look for it too, but it's he, just yeah. done in a poorly done movie. It's the the thing is, is again, again, it's like I've, I've watched like Lee Schreiber in different things, just as I've watched Hugh Jackman in different things. And they're both good actors. And again, I agree. Lee Schreiber is a very good fit mm-hmm. for, for, um, for a uh, saber Like he, like he has that look to him. That makes you go, oh yeah, that fits. And then the whole like their brothers, I mean, they don't really look alike, if I'm being honest, but they look enough alike. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like, it's like they look close enough to where you're like, yeah, yeah, they're probably, yeah, they probably got like, they probably have like an aunt or an uncle that are like later or something. Mm-hmm. Like it's so it's like, okay, so it's close enough to where you can suspend your disbelief. Yeah, it's just, it's just, it's just the logic behind it also mm-hmm. also you're mentioning you're like i want to see logan and victor as Sabretooth and wolverine and like the civil war or something like that mm-hmm. all i can think of is like them in other famous war <laughs> movies so it's like it's like you just see them in like glory and you just like as matthew broderick and like his like in his platoon are like holding down the fort you just see logan and victor just like just like leap across a fort just with their claws out or like saving private ryan when like tom hanks pulls out his gun and aims it at the tank i mean, just I mean honestly like I mean, we open a hatch. We got that for like five seconds of this better, opening. That's something. You know, it's better than nothing. But you know, unfortunately, we were robbed of that movie, so we're just gonna have to move on quickly. I know you guys wish we could sit here and talk about how we would fantasy write this movie, but you know what? We can't do that because this movie didn't give it to us. So next scene, mm-hmm. William Stryker comes to visit. Wolverine and Sabretooth in military prison. Stryker's like, you guys survived like hours of a firing squad. And they're just like, yeah, that tickled. So Stryker basically is pitching a pyramid scheme to them. He's like, listen, I know how special (laughs) you you feel about herbal life. He's like, I know how special (laughs) you are. You can stay locked up in this cycle or you can join me and my team of special people to really serve your country. Exactly like a fucking pyramid scheme. So, Join. How do you how do you feel about being your own boss? <laughs> so now, next scene. 
were on a plane. I guess they joined. And we get our first introduction of Ryan Reynolds as Deadpool. This movie at least gave us that. I could say that. But the writing for it Deadpool... Planted, it, planted, it planted the seed. Mm-hmm. But like mm-hmm. the writing for Deadpool, though, it's just kind of there. Like, if you know the character of Deadpool, you know that, like, oh, he's supposed to be... Witty. Like, he does, like, 40% of that in this movie? Maybe? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. the purpose yeah. of this scene is, you know, we're kind of meeting, like, the people who are on this team. Like, we meet some fat guy named Fred who's got the tattoo of a girl he just met. Will I Am is here wearing a cowboy hat, and they're landing in Nigeria. So when the team lands... They approach this worn down looking building where they're doing like, I don't know, drugs or some illegal shit. So they look at Zero. He's like our our gun guy. He gets pushed out in front of this militia and he takes them out with every ease. every every squad's got a gun guy. Dude. Every squad doesn't matter if you're military or just a bunch of a bunch just of the bros. boys, man. <laughs> you just you, you always got to look and you already you already know there's always one person in your squad that you're like, you're the gun person. Yeah. And it, sometimes it's for better, but most of the time it's for worse. It's for worse. So Zero goes and he, you know, guns everybody down and then starts scaling up the building using, I don't know, the power of wires or some shit. And we get a tank. Fred goes to the tank, punches it, like clogs it. Tank fires. Boom. Blows up the tank. Quick, quick one. Quick one. I just, again, again, another another problem I have. Jumping in. This, the guy who's operating the tank, obviously he's a trained military professional, or he's just some dude in a tank. Hopefully he's the former, not the latter. But this guy is operating a tank turret, and he's like rotating it around, and he sees point blank a guy staring down the barrel. Why your first option to fire gun? Fire explosive gun? At point blank, that that just feels like a dumb idea. Like, I don't know how explosives work, but I'm assuming they explode on impact. And I feel like that's a stupid idea. Or it's just like a cannonball and it's going to just shoot him across the battlefield. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like, it's like it's like it's you're you're playing with fire. You're playing with fire in a gasoline can. Like, it's like you, you maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe we act a little safer. Maybe we drive over them instead. Or it's like they, there has to be like a little weapon hole where you can stick your pistol out and go pop, pop, pop. Like, but sure, he just fires a gun. Sure. But despite that, we then go into their elevator. They get in and music starts playing. And the head militia guy, like, sees this, like, you, you, you guys fucking serious? And he just doing, turns off the power and just stops the elevator. So Deadpool says some things, and that one guy from Lost, he's in this movie too. I think this is another movie we've talked about <laughs> that someone's been on Lost. So this guy, like, he was like, he was um, what was his fucking name? Charlie, the, the bassist of Drive Shaft from Lost. It's that guy. He touches his head <laughs> and makes the elevator rise. The militia guy's on the top floor. Wasn't he? Wait, he was also in Lord of the Rings, wasn't he? He was, yeah. 
Yeah, there we go. Yeah. I know. I I think like I watched Lost more recently. That's why I said it. I was like, like, I was like, there are a few Lost references. I was like, I was like, I guess, you know, I was like, I mean, the only Lost character that I really like remember distinctly was like Hurley and Locke. Like those are the ones that I remember. I'm like, yeah, I remember you. So yeah, the elevator door opens. Deadpool breaks physics and starts waving his sword around like, I don't know, they're nunchucks or some shit. He's blocking bullets, slicing like he's, bullets. He's like General Grievous in Star Wars, just waving his swords around. I just want to see Ryan Reynolds do a version of General Kenobi. And Oh, yeah. I like, he just goes, oh, yeah, the negotiator. <laughs> so, yeah, he stabs some guys, but, like, we don't really see the violence. Like, we see it in, I don't know, Deadpool that was released several years later. So, yeah. He wins. Will I am teleports in and stops the leader from grabbing the secret gun. The militia guy's like, you know what? Fuck it. You guys just take the diamonds. Just just take them. But Stryker is like, hey, I don't want that. And he takes some other rock on his on the militia guy's desk. And the militia guy's just like, why? That's the next scene. Militia guy is getting interrogated by fire. Deadpool speaks Nigerian. <laughs> wow that's that's what i think yeah that, you know, yeah he does you know yeah he fucking like, does like, there are a lot of things that deadpool does that's very confusing i think this is probably one of the more confusing things that he's done just no one mentions it it's just oh he's yeah that's, it, it's yeah you know what see the thing is a lot of i and the, i'm speaking like as if i'm like the deadpool expert which i'm not it's just it feels like with Deadpool, the way he works is like he it's something weird and like like crocheting feels like a skill Deadpool would have. Mm -hmm. Like, does he is it useful? No. Is it weird? Yes. But you're like, ah, that's a yeah, that feels something like Deadpool would know. Mm -hmm. But it's like speaking Nigerian, that's a little too far off the beaten path. <laughs> For you to be like, yes, yeah, sure. Yeah, fuck it. He speaks Nigerian. Like, and the best part is the movie doesn't sit there and go, oh, yes, Deadpool, military training, specializing in swords. Like, they just go like, there you go, Deadpool. Here he is. Yep. That he, he talks a lot. And you're like, oh, okay, cool. Oh, he's sword guy. And then he just starts speaking Nigerian. You're like, okay. Yeah, it's very strange that the way that they, because like, if you know the character of Deadpool, you know, he's like all fourth wall breaking and we don't really get, we get like what I can only describe as a cameo. But what they do later is even worse. And if you've seen this movie, yes, you know what I'm talking <laughs> about. We'll save that for later. So Stryker basically threatens everyone, even the hostages. They're like, hey, you're all going to die if you don't tell me like about this rock. But Logan is standing there looking like he's got sympathy. And Sabretooth goes to attack the, mili the militia leader. Chaos breaks loose. Wolverine attacks Zero and stops uh, Sabretooth from killing him. It's all chaos. And Wolverine, at this point, after their 200 years of history together, 150, however many fucking years it's been, after this many years of history, he, it's only now where he's like, hey, I didn't sign up for this. Sabretooth <laughs> is like, hey, don't screw this up in front of my cool friends, bro. And Wolverine's like, you know what? Fuck he's this. Like, I'm done. He's like, you're cramping my style, little brother. <laughs> my style, Shut up. Bro. And but and Wolverine's like, you know what? Fuck this. And starts walking away. 
He throws his dog tags, and somehow, some way, Wolverine's got to find his way through. I don't know when this movie's supposed to take place. The seventies, the eight. I don't fucking know. They're trying to find their way through, like you know, TSA and get back to Canada from Nigeria without <laughs> with nothing on him. I, I do. That's the most unbelievable Love thing it. about this movie. Exactly. Well, the best part is it just like it just pans back and he's in Canada. <laughs> You're like, how did he get there? You're like, I don't want to be that asshole. Like, I don't want to sit there and like, actually, no, scratch that. I do. I want to go through the mundane aspect of Wolverine going through TSA and going to the airport going, yes, one check bag. Well, I mean, uh, I'm not, I'm flying a uh, business class. Well, I mean, you know, they they did that in like the post credit scene of, I think it was the Wolverine, the movie that came out after this one, where he is going through TSA and he's got like his adamantium skeleton and everything. And they go to like scan him and like the, the metal detector is just like just beeping just nonstop because, you know, his skeleton's made of metal. Mm-hmm. But, you know, that's not the fun stuff. We want to see how he would get back literally with nothing on him. Just yeah. nothing. So, next, <laughs> so we flash forward. We're in the Canadian Rockies. It's six years later. Wolverine walks around shirtless in sweatpants in front of a cabin. I've never been more jealous of another man in my entire life because that looks fucking nice. Yeah, right? <laughs> You're like, God damn. <laughs> like, that's the dream, bro. So a woman comes out and asks why he's up so early. They kiss and hug. Um, by the way, this actress, Lynn Collins, she was in a movie called The Number 23 with Jim Carrey. I want to mention this now because I feel like we might cover it at some point. <laughs> Just felt the need to mention. So... So then we cut to Lumberjack oh, yeah. Logan. Kisses his wife goodbye in front of all the other Lumberjacks, and they give him hell. And I really just want to see Logan's life as a Lumberjack on the next season of Axemen. That's all I want. <laughs> He's, <laughs> all I can think of is uh, just, just, yeah, just like, just like, just like something like Axemen or Ice Road Truckers or something like that. And it's just Logan is in the background just chopping wood. <laughs> They're like, they're like, hey, they're like, hey, Logan, we're doing for charity. We're doing a sexy calendar. He's like, all right. He's like doing posts. <laughs> like, just living a really like a lumberjack lifestyle. I'm a lumberjack and I'm okay. And it's okay. I all night and all I work, night all, and work day. all day. <laughs> okay. I'm glad that you brought that up, dude. I was, I quietly, as we were talking about it, I had the body python thing in my head, but I didn't want to say anything. I was like, I had the lumberjack. Listen, song. man, Hugh Jackman, you're, you're a musical guy. You know, can, can we get a rendition of you singing that song? You know, send it to us, play it on the podcast. It's, it's absolutely. Please. Absolutely. Please. please. <laughs> we'll at you on Instagram. We'll at you on Instagram. Michael Flaherty will return your kid from the hostage situation. Like it'll all work itself out. You know what? It's either it's, it's either that or 10,000 Bitcoin. Hugh balls in your court. Listen, you could do some you could do a lot of things with 10,000 Bitcoin. So, <laughs> so now we're at a carnival. An old drive shaft from Lost is sitting at a booth. He's turning a bulb on and off because I guess that's his power. And he's working like a carnival scam. If they turn off the light, they win a prize. Someone tries to come. It doesn't work out. So then we go to later. We're back in uh, Lost's trailer. And he's surrounded by electronics and stuff. He's just amusing himself by turning them on. And I'm sure it's fun for him. Good good for him. (laughs) So someone knocks on his door. It's Sabretooth. 
And Lost is like fucking terrified. He invites, you know, Sabretooth in. But Lost is like, I didn't say shit. I'm not bringing up the past, I promise. Sabretooth holds a light bulb. He's like, he, you could tell he knows something. So we get exposition. Wade is gone, Deadpool. Lost isn't afraid of dying. And yeah, he gets killed and all the lights turn off. So next scene. We smash cut to Wolverine waking up from like, I don't know, the world's most horrifying wet dream is screaming at the ceiling with his claws <laughs> out. He's torn everything up. And his it's, wife, he's just standing in the corner, just like, like she's seen this a million times. Like, I don't know. It's, it's like he's a constant bet wetter or something. She's like, okay, yeah, I, this happened. It's again, again, I, 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 I really was like, I was like, this lady was quite literally just like, just like, Oh Logan, do you have a bad dream? Like it's like like even if this was a occur- something that had occurred more than a single fucking time, I would doesn't my I would be like I'd be like poop. All right, I will sleep on the couch, mm-hmm. or you will sleep on the couch. You will sleep on the couch. Like it's just someone. I'm not sleeping with you for the rest of the day. Like it's you sort you figure out yourself. Okay, we're not. Mm-mm, no, no, no. I mean, I don't know if Wolverine's doing that to like bed sheets. I mean, would sending him to the couch really be a good idea? Because I mean, he just tear that couch up, and then you got you know you got to replace the couch, and then the couch might not match with the aesthetic no, that you're going you, for, for you, your you, cabin. Like, you got to think about the <laughs> feng shui with this. You come at him with a spray bottle. And you're like, no, bad, bad, bad. And he's like, ah, <laughs> like a cat. <laughs> It's like she's standing over him and he's just like twitching in his sleep. And he's like, oh, look, he's running. And then he just like fucking starts stabbing the bed. And she's like, he's angrily running now. <laughs> he, he's mad. Or like, or like, it's like the thing with like dogs when they're asleep. You're like, oh, my God, he's chasing something in his dream. And then like in this, he's like, he's touching like, oh, he's chasing something. And then you just see the claws come out. and He like stabs the floor. <laughs> oh, he he got it. He got it in his dream. <laughs> so, OK, so, yeah, after Logan has, I don't know, that we go to the next scene. He's doing lumberjack work in the day with a cigar in his mouth, which I'm sure isn't violating any safety codes. I mean, after all, this is the. When is this supposed to be? Listen, apart from the car, like apart from the cars in this film. Everyone looks like they were from the 2000s. Like this outfit, like nothing looks period piece accurate if they were trying to do it in the 80s. Yes. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. I, oh my Lord, I was so lost on what the year they were trying to portray it as. Because like, again, the cars are the singular thing that I can date this from. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm like, I'm like, okay, so it's the, so it's like the early 80s. I'm like, cool. Totally fine, can do. Like everything else, like the way all of them dress, it's like it might as well be two thousand five. Mm-hmm. Like you're like what, the, what the hell? Like, you're all just wearing wearing generic stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like I mean, no, no different like hairstyles, no different like you know clothes. They everybody just kind of looks like 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 it was in two thousand. Oh my god! Oh my god! There aren't enough mullets. No mullets, guys. We need there are no mullets. Mullets. We need Hugh Jackman in a mullet. I don't give a shit if it goes against God the character. Damn. We need That's... Wolverine with a mullet, guys. That make it be... happen. Hashtag Wolverine be... mullet. Make it happen. Make it go viral. We're gonna make this happen. That's I. I would just that would be 
That would be so majestic. Like, cause you, cause we, cause we already know that uh, Wolverine is making is is uh, Hugh Jackman's returning as Wolverine for Deadpool three. Why? So it's like, wait, I don't. I was like, I was what? like, Logan was a great send off. So I don't know why the hell he's doing it again. But whatever. I'm talking about but Logan later. Wouldn't it be continue. great? Wouldn't it be great if he came back with a bullet? Listen, we guys, we just have the ideas. Y'all just need to go let them know and like say, hey, these guys have this great idea. Let's now make it happen. It's just we that simple. We didn't start the fire. It's We finished it. We put it out. Oh, <laughs> uh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. So next so now we got uh, Wolverine do, you know, smoking a cigar, doing lumberjack work, but then Zero with Striker comes up. Zero shoots the cigar out of Wolverine's mouth and everyone just kind of keeps on going about their day. So Wolverine is, you know, talking about like he likes making he likes his life of being a lumberjack, make, making eighteen thousand five hundred Canadian dollars every year. And, you know, he, he likes this. He likes this life and having his wife as a school teacher. The most um, the second most unbelievable thing about this movie is how they're able to afford that cabin in the Rockies. But we're not going to focus dude, on that. I just dude, that's a, dude, that, that is a dope ass cabin. It's so and they're fucking just like, cool. And they're like, it's so oh, cool. That is, dude, big, you know what? Big house hunters energy. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. My husband's a lumberjack and I'm a part time school teacher in the rural in the rural outskirts of Canada. Our budget is our, our budget is three million and we need a cabin in the north in the northern Canadian territories. You're like. Fuck! You're like, oh my god, okay. Who's your husband, the head of the lumberjack mafia? Like, damn. <laughs> it's it's the Gambino <clears throat> crime family, but they're fucking, but they're lumberjacks. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so now, the, the gist of this scene is, Stryker wants to hire Wolverine, but Wolverine doesn't want to work. Stryker reveals that Lost is dead. Wolverine's like, the fuck, I can take care of myself. So Wolverine dips, he's not listening to Stryker. He leaves, next scene. Wolverine waits in his car outside of his school, watching his girl, and, you know, it's nice, or we're supposed to feel sorry for him. So next scene, they're out driving. Wolverine spills the beans that Stryker was by to his wife. And the wife is like, hey, you have a gift. You know, you, you could do some good using it. Wolverine's like, you, you can return a gift, honey. But then they stop. <laughs> it turns out, like, people have stopped in the road, and they're having, like, some dispute. So Wolverine gets out of the car, the two other guys are being dicks. One tries to punch Logan, but his wife comes up and separates them. She's touching both of them on the shoulder. Keep that in mind. So she convinces the dick to let him limp pass. And yeah, next scene. We're back at their weirdly wait, nice. Wait, 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 wait. Before we get back to their weirdly nice cabin, mm -hmm. doesn't she touch Logan and say, don't go? She touches. When he's getting out of the car? I don't think so. I, okay. I don't think so. Okay, no. okay. So, okay. So next scene, we're back at their weirdly nice cabin. The wife is like, why is the moon so lonely? Because she <laughs> used to have a lover. And then something, something, story about a trickster, Kuatsu, the moon having a flower, the Wolverine, or some shit. I love, love, I fucking love this. Just because it feels like one of those, it feels... Like that pseudo philosophical thing that you hear like 17 year olds or like 16 year olds, mm -hmm. like when they're trying to be super deep and like, like big thinky about stuff. So they're like, why is the moon lonely? There was, 
there was a wolf Kate Squattle, and it's just <laughs> and it's just this long shoehorn thing for her to literally just say Wolverine at the end, and she's just like, you could have just called him like you could have found a bunch of other ways to like bring about the name Wolverine and, movie. And you know, so- like this is supposed to be a big moment where the wife is talking about like it means the Wolverine. Like, I mean, that's how he got his his name. But Wolverine is he's got this look of like big, like, I don't care. Boomer energy dad, like listening to his son talk about playing Magic the Gathering and where he's like, he's like, you know, okay, I guess I have to, you know, have interests in what he's interested in. So. Son, why don't you tell me about Dad, Magic the Gathering? And he's just like, Dad, it's called, a, it's called a commando deck and they're planeswalkers. They're actually, so the different colors on the cards mean different things. <laughs> yeah, okay, whatever, son. And the dad's just sitting there like he's pretend, he's like trying to pay attention, but he's just thinking, God, I wonder if I wonder if Fox News is going to be coming back on. I can't wait for the new season <laughs> of Tuck, like, Tucker Carlson. He goes, he goes, he goes, our capital is in danger of being taken over. <laughs> we need to we need to do something about this we're not saying wolverine caused january 6th okay nope nope moving on past that so bro dude the, oh my god you just see wolf dude if we were in this if we were in this universe and we saw wolverine with a mega hat i would have just been like I'm. Ooh, you're like, Ooh, man, that is. Oh my god! All right, it's like we're gonna. That's a hell of an endorsement. We're like, we're gonna. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna never miss an opportunity to keep my mouth shut so I can live. <laughs> Literally. So next. So next scene. Logan is driving after cutting down a tree. Um. But then we actually cut to his wife, and it's, we see the car, and we cut inside, and it's actually. Uh, Logan's wife. She's stopped by Sabretooth standing in the middle of the road. Now, what's going on? Wolverine, like he's out cutting some trees and then he finds a severed bear head and he sees claw marks on the trees and takes off. So we cut back and forth between Sabretooth walking up to Logan's wife and being very intimidating, like scratching up the car and Logan running through the forest, which is much cooler in the movie, Logan. So Logan comes across his car, which, you know, that was lucky. Sees claw marks and calls out for Kayla. That's his wife. And Logan spots Kayla's body in the middle of a field, covered in blood. And he holds her and screams to the heavens. Doesn't even cry. (laughs) Just goes, ah. Love it. Love it. Love it. He just, he literally looks to this guy and does his best. <laughs> Yell, and you're like, you're like, yeah, yeah, Logan. Because crying's too, crying's too vulnerable. No, he, he just goes, ah. <laughs> so next scene. I love it. We got uh, Sabretooth in a bar. He's carving into the table. The bartender is like, you're not from around these parts. But then we hear Logan calling out for Sabretooth bursts in and, you know, Sabretooth is just like, well, 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 look what the cat dragged in. Bartender is just like, look, guys, take this outside. I don't have insurance. Wolverine shows his claws and the bartender's like, never mind. We're going to be taking ourselves outside. Everyone dips. So Wolverine's like, why'd you do it? Then they have a fight scene. 
and I could go into detail about, you know, the punch, the kick, but I'm just going to, I'm going to tell you guys it like this. Way too many fucking jump cuts. So hard to keep track of. And also it's at like, it's dark. So that already, you know, messes with your vision a little bit. So yeah, this, this fight scene, it's like, it's, it's it's like, it's like, it's like they're trying to do something from like the born, the born series with that. (laughs) handheld kind of style shaky cam but the difference with the born i like the born series and this is with is with the born series you can actually keep track of what's going on it felt urgent the shakiness had a little bit of quickness to it this it was just too much cutting and just too much shaky cam to where i couldn't track of anything it has dude it has the same cut as a fucking youtube video Mm -hmm. like it is just like it is just I kid you not, there is a sequence when, like, Sabretooth is, like, throwing Logan up against, like, a set of logs and flipping him around and such, that each sequence is, is like, it doesn't crest a second, mm-hmm. each, each, like, cut. Like, it is so fast. It is, it's, like, taking two levels of fast, like, where you're just like, oh, my God, please. <laughs> I'm asking you kindly, please stop. I don't know. I'm just sitting here and I'm just like, damn, I didn't know Mr. Beast was an X-Man. <laughs> his, his power, his power is threatening people with large, large sums of money. He goes, I'll give you two billion dollars if you go away. <laughs> and they're like, they're like, oh, Mr. Beast, I love your videos. OK, <laughs> honestly, not the worst superpower. So. Belonging to belong- just be just being rich. Just, I mean, you, you you laugh, but Batman said that in yes. one of the, just I don't know, one of the Man of Steel, Justice League, Dawn of Just one of those movies that looks I, the only thing the only thing I remember from the Man of Steel, Justice League movies is 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 Ben Affleck looking at looking at Henry Cavill's Superman and going. Do you bleed? <laughs> and I was like, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll save this banter because we might cover it on the podcast. We don't know yet, guys. So yeah, Sabretooth steps on Logan's claws and breaks them. And yeah, Sabretooth wins this fight. But next scene, we're in a hospital. Doctors are checking on Logan. And doctor's like, y'all, y'all fucking serious? Y'all brought this in? He doesn't have any wounds on him. But Stryker is also at the hospital. So Logan sits up see striker chokes him like chokes him he's like why didn't you tell me like Sabretooth was coming after us apparently Sabretooth went AWOL and now he's coming after everyone the poor doctors are just kind of I don't know standing by they're about to have their memory wiped by I don't know the men in black or some shit after hearing all this secret <laughs> government information Will Smith and Tommy Lee Jones come out of the corner and they're like shit man we had to fly all the way out from Washington DC to solve this <laughs> No no Will no it's not it's not it's not one of the memory racers it's literally just Will Smith and he smacks the shit out of the doctor giving him a, a concussion <laughs> and he just forgets about the last like hour Will, Will Smith just walks up and concusses every single one of like the nurses and then slaps Wolverine like take this for your ad- adamantium bullet and then just boom just smacks a hole in his head oh my god it's just it's the hole the size of a, pe- a penny penny but it's hand shaped <laughs> and that's the end of the movie so Lo- so Logan is starting to walk away and Stryker's like hey listen I can give you the tools to defeat Sabretooth Wolverine's like, go on. Striker's like, I could promise you that you will suffer more pain in human history. 
but you will have your revenge. Wolverine's like, I'm coming. I come with you. I'm coming for blood. No, no law, no anything. So next scene, we see Logan hooked up in some tub. This science worker says things are like hopefully trying to calm him. And, and she says, focus on who you're doing this for. And Wolverine's like, trust me. You know, I've, no, I've been through worse. The scientist is like, no, no, you haven't. So Stryker monologues and he says, we found the thing we were looking for in Africa. We found the adamantium. It's the strongest metal. To kill Sabretooth, you'll need to ha- embrace your other side. Become an animal. So what if you can see the darkest side of me? No one could ever escape <laughs> this animal that I have become. Yeah, hell yeah. Three days grace in there. Why not? And it's just, this came out in 2009 when I was in yeah, middle school. So you know do, what? Do, do, Vibes. Do, do, do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I could just I could just hear the fucking like duality like song from Slipknot <laughs> as he's like as he like emerges from the water. He's like, I put my fingers into eyes as he's like as he like comes out of the water. <laughs> I guarantee you there's like some YouTube tribute from like 2009 of a Wolverine of X-Men Origin Wolverine set to Animal I Have Become. <laughs> that hell yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. So Wolverine says he wants new dog tags that say Wolverine. And, you know, boom, he's got new dog tags. The striker monologues and says, we're creating Weapon X. We're going to bond adamantium to Weapon X's exoskeleton. Now Logan's underwater. He's got a breathing tube hooked up to a machine. And now they're injecting him with needles into his bones. And the scene here feels like more of a science experiment. Whereas when they showed flashbacks in the original, it feels like absolute horror on him. Like it feels like an absolute fucking, they cut to a horror movie. But we Mm -hmm. don't get that here. Yeah. So yeah, exposition, he's not under anesthesia, so he's just feeling everything. His heart rate's rising, 210. And you know, we get like a bunch of 2000s flashes. Heart rate above 300. Yeah, he's dying. We have dead, his the dead wife images. It means the Wolverine, honey. And then he flatlines. But he's got the adamantium in his skeleton. Silence. Nothing moves. And Stryker's just like, oh, fuck, what have I done? But then we get a little heartbeat. Bigger heartbeat. He's coming back. The procedure is completed. And Stryker's like excited. And Zero is like, Zero's also there. And he's like, are we going to take him to the island? Stryker's like, no, we're not. Uses, uses DNA for 11, erases memory. But Logan can hear this somehow. And since. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like the adamantium, like metal, has like improved his, his like, his like eardrums or something like that. So he, Logan hears this. It sends him thrashing, unleashes his claws. He get ups, he gets up, <laughs> butt naked, screams, G- Zero's <laughs> shooting at him. It doesn't have any effect. He should have known this. So I gotta say, Wolverine starts killing people and then dips. I, I gotta say, as as a as a as a thirteen fourteen year old watching this movie, this scene badass, just badass. As a kid, just watching this guy just like come out and he's just is literally just Hugh Jackman with his rippling muscles as he's like yelling, <laughs> and it's just. 
You're, I, yeah, I was just like, hell yeah. I was like, he's back and he's mad. And then, and then you watch it now and you're just like, hmm, that's funny. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's just, it's just fucking comical now. I'm just like, oh, God. So, yeah, he claws an X into the side of a wall. Get it? X. X-Men. Now he's outside. And he looks. You, Peter Griffin, looking and just going like, ah, <laughs> ah, ah. So he looks at his clearly faked claws. Like, I mean, these things like look so bad. Like sometimes they're real. Sometimes they're CG. Like the CG claws in this movie do not look good. Like they're so bad. That, that, they're that is so the, fucking bad. That is the understatement of the century. Like something about like the lighting and the texture that they use. It just felt like it wasn't really a part of the scene. So yeah, they, they do not look good. So then he swan dives off the top of a waterfall, just like, you know, naked. And then, yeah, cut to uh, to a truck on a Canadian road. There's a lot of driving Canadian roads in this movie, by the way. Uh, a nice elderly couple driving. They spot a naked man running into their barn. And there's one line in this movie that made me laugh. Or, you know, Grandma. I think there's a naked man in the barn. Grandpa. Yep. Like this is like this is just a fucking normal, just like, yeah. Like, okay, let me let me go get this stuff. I love that. I love it. That's that's that that's that that's that that's that conversation with two people who have seen enough in life to where they're just like, here's a crazy person doing something crazy. And, and the other one's just like, so it seems. <laughs> Like I'm like hell yeah. I feel like when I feel hell like when you're that yeah. old, you've just seen enough stuff to where you're just like nothing can surprise me anymore. Like, yeah, exactly. Like it's like like that's why that's why I feel like when we're old, it's gonna be like you just see like a crackhead doing something weird down the street, and we're just like, man, get the hell out of here, <laughs> go, go fuck off. <laughs> like, Shoot. We're not gonna be like, oh my god, we're not gonna be like, oh my god, it's so dangerous. We're gonna be like, go away, go, go rob someone, like, go bother somebody go else. <laughs> Go, go steal someone's VCR. Like, <laughs> so, so next scene, we get Grandpa in the barn with a shotgun. Not going to work on this guy, brother. So he walks around, gun drawn, spots a naked Logan. Grandpa's like, son, what are you doing? Wolverine's <laughs> like, it's cold. Grandpa sees, you know, he's like, okay, this guy means no harm, but then he invites him in. Maybe his son's clothes will fit. Next scene, we got Wolverine in the bathroom, looking at his clearly CGI claws in these people's bathroom. Oh, it's Ooh. so bad! It's I mean, so and they like touch each other so and they're like spark. Bad. And they're like ting, 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 and I'm like, okay. <laughs> it what? Why? Why have this scene? And I say that more specifically at the end when Wolverine gets started startled by grandpa and he accidentally slices these, like, I don't know, a cabinet and the sink. And he starts and like the, the radiator and is like, you know, Oh, like, Oh, I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's supposed to be like slap. Yeah, exactly. But if you, wh- why put that in there when you've established in the previous movies that it's supposed to be this like horrifying thing. And he's supposed to be like, Oh my God, like I am a fucking monster. Why? Yeah. This, stupid sl- uh, it, it feels it feels so out of place it feels like it should be in a pg movie like it's just like i should just i feel like i should hear a like a sound effect and you, you want to know what it feels like 
if you oh, it feels okay. like late stage Marvel. Oh god. Like like, oh. This, like 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 a like Eternals or something. Yeah, like they're they just shoot they're shoehorning comedy in for literally no reason. Yeah, yeah, exactly. No, it's with with this well also also as someone who is admittedly uh, a bit of a comic book guy, I, I was I, I was I was I was a fan of the comics. Uh Wolverine's claws hurt to like draw out and that's that's one thing that the movie doesn't really touch on is that like according to this according to the comic book well the wolverine dr- pulling out his claws he breaks skin mm-hmm. with knives it's not like he's like he's like whoopsie da- oh they're out like he no he's like ah as like his like claws come out well you know they do mention that in the first x-men movie so it is established in canon that they hurt, and his words, every time. So I don't know why yeah. they're doing like this kooky style comedy. I mean, they even they even make it look like it fucking hurts in Logan. So yeah, exactly. God, I wish I was talking about Logan. I might I might watch that God, this weekend. Honestly, honestly, yeah. Honestly, that's do gonna this. be fucking. We may, we may do Logan. <laughs> <laughs> so next scene, Wolverine walks into the dining room holding a sink. I'm gonna pay for it. I swear. And these grandparents, they roll with it. They're rolling with Dude, everything I, again, in this movie. These are the these are the absolute chillest old people on the planet. They're just like he's like they're like, hey, that this crazy naked guy who just sprinted into our barn. Let's give him our son's clothes. Oh my god, you broke our fucking sink. Word, why don't you sit down and grab yourself a bowl of supper, kid? You're like, you're like I would have been like, I would have been like, you what now? Uh, uh, i think it's best that you be going well it's like they're beating us over the head like with these people like they're supposed to be the nice elderly couple and like so much so that these people keep calling wolverine's son like they're just trying to you know force the message down our throats parental figures but not for long You'll see. So grandpa, so Wolverine remarks on a motorcycle that's in the barn. Grandpa's like, hey, you'll sleep in the barn. There's nothing you can break out there. I'm like, okay, wholesome old people. So next scene, we got Wolverine in the barn thinking. He remembers his dead wife. Now it's daytime. and Logan sits on the motorcycle. And grandpa comes in and starts speaking philosophically like, you look like a man fixing to do bad things. You know what happens when a man goes looking for blood? We all got a choice. With great power comes great responsibility. Here, take my son's only, jacket. Only you can prevent forest <laughs> fires. Here, take the jacket. <laughs> it's, I was like, you, ju- you just saw this man naked in your barn yesterday. It's been a I day. Mean, he literally is like, when I talk about warming up to people, this is that Canadian niceness that everyone keeps, keeps memeing about. How it's like the Canadians are so overtly kind. They're like, like this is ridiculous. Like this is insane. Like he's like, well, my son who's no longer with with me or my wife, take it, champ. It's yours. Like I would. What? No. Well, you see, their niceness actually causes them to suffer because Grandma comes in and then gets shot from outside by Zero. So like, the, so like these old people are now like dead. And now they're going to blow up the barn. So like they're like zero, like it's like calls a helicopter that shoots a missile 
And this doesn't kill Logan because he drives the motorcycle out of the barn and looks really cool doing it. So now Zero jumps in the helicopter and a chase scene ensues. Basically, it's Logan does cool driving in the woods, helicopter chases. Now there's a military vehicle chasing and shooting. Wolverine slices a turret. Looks pretty cool. Here comes a helicopter. Logan drives his claws into the ground and does a 180 on a motorcycle. It's that image you've seen with him on the motorcycle with the helicopter on Mm -hmm. in the background. Oh, claws in the ground. You guys have seen that image a thousand times. I know it. The helicopter blows up a vehicle Logan is on. Logan jumps off the vehicle and like dives towards the helicopter. And we're like, oh, my God, guys, isn't this so cool? So he slices the blades and everything. This is it's in a tailspin and it crashes. This is this is the part that is just the most like 14 year old thing I could think of where it's like where it's like, yeah, and he's on a motorcycle running from from the military and they're in Humvees, but he like does a 180 by sticking his claws in the ground. And then he then he then the explosion propels him into the helicopter. And then he chops off the blades and rides it into the ground. And you're like, you're like, what? So, so like, the, what the hell? So the gist of this scene is helicopter crashes. Logan hears Stryker on the radio and, you know, grabs a walkie talkie, talks to Stryker. He's like, I'm coming for you after I kill Sabretooth. You want an animal? You got it. Logan hangs up. Zero's still alive. Zero says some banter. But then Logan strikes the ground, causes a fire, explosion on the helicopter. Cool guys don't look at explosions. They just choose to walk That's, away. <laughs> you, you know this, That's, guys. I, it's literally, I, it's, I, it's, like, literally, I see that clip of Logan walking away from the explosion, and that's literally all I can think of whenever I see that image now of, of Hugh Jackman walking away as the explosion comes out behind him. Mm-hmm. It's just the cool guys don't look at explosions. <laughs> so now we go back to Stryker. He talks about adamantium bullets. It's the only thing that can take down Logan, but not really, because if, if he shoots Logan in the head... It'll wipe, it'll, you know, wipe his memory. And this other military guy that he's talking to says, oh, by the way, we found the young mutant that we were looking for. We go to a high school. We see Red. And it's Cyclops. They're putting him in this movie, too. He gets detention for not removing his glasses. And I'm like, teacher, trust me, you don't want to do that. That's one of those scenarios where it's like, where it's like, she's like, Cyclops, you like I forget what I forget what his fucking name is, but they're like remove your glasses. I just have to sit there and stop and just be like, be like, yeah, remove the glasses, bud. Remove the glasses. Level this whole facility to the ground. Just like and he's like, no, 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 I'm okay. You're like, see what happens. Fucking see what yeah. happens, dude. I was like, I just want to watch. I want to watch like an episode of Degrassi, but Cyclops is one of the high schoolers, and they're like, they're like pushing around. They're like, what nerd? Four eyes wearing glasses. He goes, they're like, why do they just rip his glasses off and he like incinerates someone? I'm just wondering how the hell a pair of glasses, like a pair of red aviators, can hold back fucking lasers. That, <laughs> bro. That's an. This is an advertise. This feels almost like borderline an advertisement for like Ray Bans. <laughs> like be like Ray Ban aviators, UV UV protection, and polarized. <laughs> like, does this also wait? Conversely, conversely, because he's just wearing red, red aviators and like 
blocking out the haters. death lasers. Like and the haters. And the haters. And the haters. <laughs> like, does this also mean that other people with like aviators, if they're like quick enough, they can just block his lasers? Sting. <laughs> You know, dude, right? Like, it's let's not let's not. Our podcast is all about like being needlessly pedantic, but you know what? I don't want to go down this discussion. This is about Wolverine. <laughs> if we talk about another X Men movie, sure, we might get into this. Hell yeah! So next scene, Logan arrives in Vegas, and now, as you do when you're in Vegas, he goes to hang out with Will. I am. They're drinking oh, beer God. at a boxing gym. He gives. I like that boom, boom, pow. <laughs> These chicks be jacking style. <laughs> what did happen to the black eyed peas? We'll see. So, Will I Am gives it. A- Everyone grew up. <laughs> That's what happened. So, Will I Am, he gives exposition. He quit the force, too. They all feel like Wolverine abandoned him. And Will I Am is just like, we all, we hunted our own kind, Logan. Exposition dump, exposition dump. You know, how are you going to take Victor down, Logan? So, Logan shows his claws. And Logan's like, hey, what about this island? But Will doesn't know anything. And he's like, well, you know, Dukes might know something. And Logan's like, that's great. W- where is he? Let's go talk. Will says, well, he developed a little bit of an eating disorder. Don't mention his weight. And then we cut to Fred Dukes, the blob. Eat like, I don't know, he's drinking like out of a 144 ounce slushy or some shit. Hell yeah. And Logan's saying, like, Logan goes up and talks. He's like, what's the island, Slim? Fred doesn't want to help. Logan says, come on, bub, for, for old time's sake. And then Fred says, did you just call me blob? And then attacks oh Logan God. with his gut. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> I love, I love, I just, I just love the peeking that I just saw on the audio clip. Just, just sorry, listeners. No, <laughs> but that's what it sounded just, like. No, literally, yeah, no, that is fair. That is fair. But he just—that is true. The more and more I think about it, Fred Dukes sounds more and more like a redditor with, with just a deep voice. Or it's just, except for yeah, because he'll just sit there and just be like, be "Like, did you just call me blob? Shut! Oh, you're real clever." <laughs> you're like, okay, all right. So Will I Am proposes the idea of a boxing match, and this part really feels like a level on a video game you know to get information you must complete this quest you must complete this mission to box the blob which i think it actually was a level on the x-men origins wolverine video game great video game by the way it's a very very good video game so so they have a boxing match logan hits logan hits him some but the blob absorbs all of his shots blob is just you know fucking going for it but then he headbutts logan but that concusses him but if this wasn't enough, Logan goes to the top rope and just like, I don't know, hits the atomic <laughs> elbow just right on top of the head. Dude, he does. Dude. He fucking he literally goes through the top turnbuckle, and does a flying fucking elbow on the top of the head. I'm like, hell yeah. yeah all right. Like if his weight didn't compress his spine enough, that sure as hell fucking <laughs> did. <laughs> also, also. He's made of like adamantium, which is pretty much like heavy as steel. So it's pretty much the equivalent of this guy who has a normal fucking head got hit with a steel bar. Like, like no one like like I'm surprised he isn't drooling. Like, like how much does Wolverine weigh? Because like that that could easily like fucking I don't know. I'm 
I'm genuinely curious. <laughs> While you're doing that. How much does Wolverine weigh? I'm genuinely No, not an actual Wolverine. <laughs> I, Jesus I, I, Christ. As you were talking, I looked it up too, and it got it got me like the, the results of what actually a Wolverine. Who would win in a fight? One X-Men Wolverine or 50 Wolverine Wolverines. <laughs> He weighs over 300 pounds. Oh, my God. Dude, that's... Dude, that's being brought onto your spine. Like, what the hell? Listen, that's like the two... That's like me wearing a 100-pound vest and just, bam, just dropping. Yeah, exactly. You're like, Jesus Christ almighty. So now we're going back to high school. Cyclops is writing stuff on a chalkboard, but Sabretooth is outside on the window. He taps his finger. Cyclops sees this and starts running. So Sabretooth gives chase throughout the halls. Cyclops is running. Cyclops' glasses fall off. And, you know, when he opens his eyes, it destroys the whole school. He's about to get got by Sabretooth when Stryker calls out and stops him. Then we go. He's going to get suspended. Oh. All thanks to Sabretooth and his crazy antics. Listen, he's going to get more than... Listen, Cyclops is going to get more than suspended. <laughs> this man's going to be going to, like, federal prison. <laughs> yeah, that is true. <laughs> he's just, oh, rats, now I'm being suspended. <laughs> and, like, the cops are like, sir, you are responsible for the death of, like, 30 people. And you leveled a city block. <laughs> so now Wolverine's talking to Blob. Sabretooth is on the island with Stryker. The Blob is like, you know, you didn't know that? So Logan's pissed. We go back to the high school. Striker tases Cyclops. Sabretooth is like, yo, our, steel, our deal still applies, right? Striker's like, ah, of course. But then we go back to the boxing gym. Logan's like, what's the island? Blob is like, it's where Striker takes mutants after he's caught them. I think they're doing some type of experiments there. And Wolverine puts two and two together. And he's like, they killed her, so they'd put the adamantium in me. Logan's like, okay, cool. Where is it? Blob is like, I don't know. Logan draws out his claws, but Blob is like, but there is a guy that escaped there once. Remy LeBeau, a.k.a. Gambit. That's all I know. Stryker is taking their powers and combining them somehow. Slogan so starts to leave, but now Will I Am is joining him. Now, before we go on, I have a question. Okay. What was the point of any of this? Because <laughs> Will I Am, like if you remember, Wolverine goes to talk to Will I Am, who says, you know, I, I don't know anything. You need to go talk to Fred. Fred, like, he, we have this whole boxing match thing, and Fred says, hey, you need to go go talk to Remy LeBeau. Was this in just so we could throw the blob in? Because if you think, Will I Am could have yeah, said, it, hey, uh, you know, you got to talk to Gambit. He's one of the people that escaped. Or was it, like, was it to shoehorn Gambit in? Like, could they just not have done it with one of these characters? Like, it doesn't make any sense. Like yeah, They're exactly. It, it, no, it feels it feels like if they were going to do, it feels like it feels like it's two two levels of shoehorning that they're doing. One of which to get Gambit involved, mm. which uh, which you know I like Gambit, so it's like I'm not super mad, but also it fucking why it doesn't make fucking sense. But also to shoehorn Dukes in, Dukes is not necessary to this plot at all. Mm. I mean. He he does push forward the information that Remy LeBeau is needed. But like, yeah, exactly. Or you know what could happen? It could be a phone call. Like Logan goes up to a payphone and goes and goes, uh, 
what's the guy's name? Will I? He goes. He's like, all right, Will I am. He goes. Actually, talking to real he? life, Will I am. <laughs> and he sits there and he's just like, I got a feeling <laughs> that tonight's gonna be. So. And he and he just goes like, oh yeah, well. I know there's this one guy down in New Orleans who like got out who we can talk to or it's like, hey, let me ask Fred Dukes. And then like he goes to ask and comes out. like it's just Dukes didn't need to be involved. Mm-hmm. Like that's all I'm saying, like at all. But yeah, it, it, it doesn't it doesn't make it doesn't make any sense. But, you know, what? we're going to move on. So next scene, yeah. Logan is driving on a motorcycle to New Orleans. They're on Bourbon Street. from Vegas. How long is that drive? <laughs> Logan's. That's like, a, that's like a day drive, dude. Logan, that's not, Logan, that is not short. Logan is just, he has to drive all the way through Texas. So like, <laughs> Logan, he just. And he meets, and he meets the fucking, the fucking, uh, what's the name? The, uh, the Sawyer family on the way. On the way. Listen, Wolverine versus Leatherface. I'm not saying I'm made of good ideas, but guys, that's a free one for you. So yeah, he's driving dude. on the motorcycle, going to New Orleans. Logan and Will I am, they walk into a club. And they see a poker player. Will I am dips outside in case Gambit runs. Logan goes to watch him play poker. Logan's like, hey, are you Remy LeBeau? And the guy looks up and I'm like, holy shit. If it ain't it's Taylor Kid. If it ain't motherfucking Tim Riggins, clear eyes, full <laughs> hearts can't lose. <laughs> I like that. I like that your memory of fucking Taylor Kitsch is fucking friday night listen listen friday night lights is a fucking banger as a guy that worked in football in south georgia i can say all of it's true clear eyes full hearts can't lose go football woo woo dude that's okay (laughs) but but it's all right see what's funny to me is just like your memory is friday night lights my memory is so much worse what what is your memory of taylor kitsch A little, a little known movie, uh, called John Carter. Oh yeah, dude. <laughs> That's my memory of Taylor Kitsch. That movie did not do well at the box office. I remember dude, it fucking dude, the best flopped. Part, dude, they thought it was gonna be a banger too. I remember they were hyping it up like it was like, <laughs> like, like Jesus was coming back. <laughs> like, listen. You need to watch Friday Night Lights if you haven't. Like it's a it's a it's a pretty good movie. And he was also in a uh, Lone Survivor. So there's that one. Oh, there's yeah. that one as well. The Mark Wahlberg movie. So, so yeah, Riggins like Logan's like, hey, what can I get for seventeen dollars? Tim Riggins is like, you know, you can get a cab ride home. Then we cut outside. Will I am is cornered by Sabretooth. He's here too. Will punches Sabretooth. We go back inside. Logan's like, I'm here for Victor Creed, exposition, exposition. I know who you are, Gambit. You're the guy that escaped, and you're going to take me there. But outside, Sabretooth kills Will I Am after he teleports into Sabretooth's fist. So he's dead. You, you're ha- you're clearly happy that Will I Am is no longer in this movie. He's, I, I, again, again, I, this, okay, I, this is going to paint me as a Black Eyed Peace hater, which I am. But this, <laughs> at, least you're, it's at also, least he's awesome. You know what? I'm I'm with you on that one. Yeah. No, I again, again, it's, I'm not, I, we have some hot movie takes, but I feel like this one is the most like tepid take I've had on here, which is like, which is like, no, to no to will I am. It's, and also like his acting in this movie just I hurts think it was me his, to my core. I think core. it was his first role. 
which you know we that we makes can sense. tell yeah exactly it's you know what i feel i feel like i feel like celebrities who aren't in the hollywood sphere or the acting world should all like cut their teeth on student films oh, oh, oh scratch, scratch that he had a cameo as himself in um garfield the movie and also lended his voice to Madagascar to escape to Africa. There we go. It's you know what? He's I scratch that. He's there with Leo DiCaprio and Daniel Taylor. You know, that's that's why I think when I think of like the holy trinity of acting is Leonardo DiCaprio, Daniel Day Lewis, and Will I Am. <laughs> just you like Leo's like eating eating bear liver in Alaska and like Daniel Day Lewis is like is like sitting in oil fields for like days on end and then like Will I am is just in, in Vegas like pouring Chirac and like and like singing like crappy 2000s music so yeah he's no longer Will I am is no longer in this movie so um Inside, Gambit notices these dog tags that Wolverine's wearing. Gambit doesn't like it. Gambit shoots playing cards at Wolverine, and it's super effective. So Wolverine sees the sees um, R.I.P. to Will I Am, and Sabretooth is taking his DNA. So Gambit comes out to do exposition to Logan, but then he gets back elbowed. The f- like, you know, fuck that. I get. I guess you know, go back to Dylan High School, Riggins. So now Wolverine <laughs> just so now Wolverine is I. Go ahead. You had you had your one moment that made you chuckle. This is my one moment that made me chuckle. Was like was like Wolverine's like, oh, I gotta take him in, and then he sees Victor. And he's like, well, well, fuck that. I'm gonna handle this guy first. And then and then Gambit comes out. And he goes, I did two years in there, and he just fucking elbows him in the fucking nose. He's like, shut I'm up, like, hell yeah. <laughs> I was like, I I audibly went uh, like. So Wolverine draws his claws. Sabretooth, you know, he snarks like, oh. I see you got something shiny or some shit. So Wolverine's like, hey, I'm going to cut your head off and I'll see if that'll kill you. So we get another fight scene between Sabretooth and Wolverine because we haven't had enough of those. So Gambit's back now on the roof somehow, and he's got a powerful staff that interrupts this fight. I guess he's not going back to Dylan High School. So Sabretooth just dogs, just jogs away. And now Wolverine has to fight Gambit. So, yeah. They have a fight. Riggins climbs a ladder. Wolverine knocks it down and like slices at it. It's shitty CGI. You know it. Dude, that is shit Mm -hmm. CGI. That is really shit CGI. So Wolverine is like, okay, listen, you're going to take me to the island so I can kill all the people you hate. Riggins is like, I bet. So next scene, we're back with Stryker. He looks at like a frozen boy. Military guys look at Weapon 11. Striker's like, we need to take the fight to the enemy before the, they take the fight to us. The military guy's like, listen, we know your son is a mutant and he killed your wife. And Striker's like, but that has nothing to do. And the military guy's like, yeah, we're shutting you down. So Striker responds in kind by stabbing the military guy because I don't fucking know patriotism or protecting the Americas or some shit like that. I, it's, yeah, exactly. Like this guy, <laughs> like you just, you're like, you're like, I just, fuck, all right. Like, okay. okay. Th- that's how you really feel, man. So, Next scene, we we go back to Tim Riggins, and he's now flying a plane while Wolverine feels stressed because he doesn't love, like flying. I love uh, I love that you have the option of calling him Gambit, and you're like, he's Riggins. <laughs> like, I mean, 
Like it's it, it's those no 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 I get it. It's like those people who like try and break out of like their like roles that defined them, and you're just like get out of here, Harry Potter. Like, like Daniel Radcliffe in The Woman in Black. You're just like you're like what are you doing in the house, Harry? Like get on out of there. Listen, Taylor Kitch, if you are listening to us, um, first of all, hi, welcome to the Mystery of Midnight Podcast. Um, please give us a shout out. Big fans, yeah, big, fan, big, big fans, big fans. I do, I, I do, I do love Taylor Kitch. I think he's a very good actor. Um, but like I would <laughs> if if. If we would have gotten an X-Men Origins movie with, you know, Taylor Kitsch's Gambit, hell yeah, I'd call him Gambit right now because, you know, he would fit. But with, yep. but with what this movie has done, I, I like I don't, it doesn't feel like he's just kind of like in the movie. And it's like if they set him up and did something with him, then, you know, maybe. But you know what? You're always Riggins to me. And I have good memories with Tim Riggins, unlike with hell yeah. this movie. So, you know, unlike what? with this movie. Go. Yeah, you're like. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. That's fair. That is fair. So Riggins is like, here it is, Three Mile Island, hiding in plain sight. Logan's like, I bet. Then just jumps out of the plane and like sounds <laughs> in the water, and then Riggins just fucking that's... flies away. I love that. It feels like a Looney Tunes bit. Like, like, like they're both like they're both like doing their like like Macho Man like voice in talk where they're like, this Three Mile Island, hiding in plain sight. All right. I'm going to drop off Godspeed into you. Much appreciated. And then like he just jumps out and he skips like a rock or like like just across the water. And then you see Gambit just peel away. And I'm just like, I really, I really wish we could. Hell really yeah. Could, I guess. I really wish we could hear him go just like, ah. Yeah. You just hear him go, fuck. Shit. Oh, God damn. Oh, fuck. Oh, damn. He's like. So now we go to the next scene. Logan arrives on the island. He sees Cyclops. Wolverine is snooping. He finds where they're working on Weapon 11 pretty fucking easily. And the doctors, they, they don't fucking do anything. This is insane. Mm. Like, okay, not easily. He waltzes in. Like, he just, just, just walks in. You're like, okay, all right. Like, yeah. So, and Stryker's also there. So they start talking. Stryker says, hey, I need your powers for the pool. The Deadpool. I'm like, I oh, fucking, no. I fucking hate this movie. So Stryker says, "You're like, I, you're like, oh, oh no." Stryker says, "My son was the first piece of the puzzle. You were the last." The so Stryker goes on, is given to the evil villain monologue that you've heard a million times, but someone is standing behind Logan. It's his wife. She's a traitor. Gasp. Oh no, that bitch. So Logan is confused. Sabretooth watches from a distance. Stryker says Wolverine's wife was a plant. Exposition on how they faked the wife's death. Stryker's like, she's a real credit to your species. So the wife is a mutant. She can influence people when she touches them. That's why I mentioned that she touched both of Wolverine and the other guy at the traffic stop earlier. <laughs> that's why I that's why I asked if she if she touched Wolverine, because I thought she touched Wolverine and I was about to be like, that's a fucking huge plot hole. <laughs> I I don't know. Do I want to go back and rewatch for details? No, no I do hell not. no, I don't. Yeah, I was about to say, I do not care enough. And Stryker was also like, oh, by the way, yeah, your love life wasn't real either. So yeah, Stryker basically catfished Logan with another mutant. Dude, that's, that's, that's tough. That is tough right there. And then, Logan, then Logan says some like angsty things of like, I thought I was your Wolverine, but you're the trickster. Insert that Tumblr key art bullshit that we've talked about before. Like this is that shit you would find on like a on R slash breakup or some shit. Crawling in my 
with a Linkin Park song or Three Days Grace or Breaking Benjamin. I'm trying to think of another one. One of those three bands. It's just Wolverine's Wolverine's Tumblr account is just full of like, fuck you, Madison. I'm doing fine without (laughs) you. And it's just like, and it's just like, uh, I miss you by Blink-182. Where are you? And I'm so sorry. So, Lo- so Logan's saying some, like, he says the angsty things. The wife watches. Logan just fucking walks away. Bursts through it. And just starts walking. Like, just he just dips. But I love that. He's like, all right, I'm going to head out. Fuck this shit. I love that. He's literally just like, he's like, all right, y'all having your moment. I'm out. Peace. Like. So Stryker then goes to talk to Kayla and Kayla's like, hey, you agreed. If I helped you, you'd help my sister. Stryker's like, listen, we need more time to analyze. And Sabretooth comes in and says, look, let her go. And, you know, give me the adamantium. So Kayla runs to Sabretooth. Sabretooth chokes her. Kayla tries to use her powers, but they don't work on Sabretooth for some reason. That's like they never mention ever again. Yeah, it's 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 just like her powers are so inconsistent. Like it's like like some people do and some people don't work. Like it either it either is or it isn't. That's just that's yeah. just the way that it works. So like d- does it work or does it not work? And if it doesn't work then okay, maybe you need to get a different power. So now Logan's back. He's in a tank top. I guess he just wanted to run to the water, throw his shirt or his jacket in and run back. Yeah, he just He's just like, he's like, fuck this leather jacket. <laughs> so now he's about to fight Sabretooth for the third time this movie. So Wolverine fe- oh feels rage. Like they fight. Wolverine feels rage. He's about to kill Sabretooth. Kayla says he's not the animal. Sabretooth is like, lol, do it, pussy. But Logan doesn't. Instead, he punches him with his metal fist. And Kayla starts to approach Logan. Like, hey, they have my sister. I didn't trick you into loving me. Logan's like, where is she? So I guess they're everything's good now. They're working together. Uh, yeah. Yeah. He's like, he's like, all right, that's Gucci. Strike, <laughs> like, Striker says, start weapon 11. Logan sees where they're keeping all the mutants. They're all in cages. Logan ends up opening all the doors by breaking out his claws and then running by them and swiping them all away. And that opens the doors. So Kayla reunites with the sister. Now all these mutant children start running. Logan and Kayla stare. Logan offers his hand. They start running. Stryker goes to a monitor, opens the door. Logan encounters Deadpool, which oh, no. looks oh, no. fucking awful. You oh. guys have seen it. It's they. He doesn't oh. have a mouth. His they, eyes are all fucked up. He's got like this weird body paint. He's shirtless, and like they butchered him. They, they massacred the boy. They massacred the boy. But you wonder what I find more like. So the guy that plays this version of Deadpool, it's not Ryan Reynolds. It's Scott. Yeah, Ad- it's, that makes sense. It's Scott Adkins. But I think he has like an uncredited. Oh. You don't know who Scott Adkins is. Very, very phenomenal martial artist. Yeah. Look at any of like the undisputed. Yeah. I think it's undisputed where he's fighting. It's undisputed. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, he's a phenomenal martial artist. He, he does a great job with martial arts and this. I can give him credit to that. But oh, my God, they just they fucking butchered, which. I'll get into something a little bit later before we get out of here about Deadpool that I that I really think is going to tie everything together. And then, Mike, we can have the discussion about it. So, OK, Logan says, like, huh, I guess Stryker finally figured out a way to shut you up. 
that's why we like Deadpool, though. So they have a fight scene. Deadpool has claws, mouth glued shut. Meanwhile, the mutants are trying to escape. There's one mutant that has like diamond skin that blocks bullets. Cyclops opens his eyes and destroys a bunch of people. Logan and Deadpool keep fighting. The mutants, they're still trying to escape. Kayla can't join them for some reason because she's been shot. We go back outside. Wolverine scales a nuclear rig. Deadpool watches. Back with the mutants. Professor X like is now communicating with Cyclops and giving directions to them like telepathically. Back outside on the stylized pat like a nuclear reactor. Deadpool teleports on top of it. They have a fight scene. Logan gets stabbed by Deadpool. He's about to finish the job. Sabretooth saves the day. Sabretooth is like, hey, nobody kills you but me. So now they're teaming up. It's it's that classic anime team up that you guys have seen a million times. Yeah, exactly. With the like cue the cue the meme of like the two huge rippling biceps like like clasping hands together. <laughs> like I mean, we believe me, we have some rippling biceps in this movie. Hell yeah. So yeah, Deadpool is like teleporting back and forth between them. Deadpool teleports to the other side and shoots freaking laser beams out of his eyes. So Logan blocks it with his claws. Sabretooth runs across, gets shot at by Deadpool. Logan is hanging off the side, climbs up. Logan saves the day by decapitating Deadpool, and Deadpool's head falls, shooting lasers. We go to Stryker. He's loading up his adamantium bullets. He's like, his brain may heal, but his memories won't grow back. We go back with Wolverine and Sabretooth on top of this thing. They talk. Wolverine's like, we're done. This doesn't change anything. Sabretooth says, we're brothers. Sabretooth jumps off. Logan joins when the thing starts collapsing. He's about to get crushed when Gambit comes to save the day for plot convenience. Yeah, Tim Riggins is back. (laughs) He just fucking shows back up. He just like, after the big fight, he's like... BT dubs, I am still in this movie. And you're like, oh, good. Fuck it. That's convenient that you're showing up after the fight. X-Men Origins Gambit coming soon. So they so oh, Riggins God. and Wolverine walk and talk. Wolverine hears voices. Riggins like, yo, not my problem. He leaves. So Wolverine hears Kayla's voice, finds her. They reunite. They kiss. Kayla's like, I'm cold. And Wolverine's like, I'm going to get you out of here. I'm going to get you help. And he picks her up to carry her. This gets interrupted by Stryker, who shoots at him. Logan attacks. Stryker makes a headshot once, twice. No, he's really not going to remember anything. So Logan lies there. Kayla's on the ground. Stryker points the gun at her, then looks at it. Kayla's, touch- Kayla's touching Stryker. Kayla says, I should make you pull the trigger. But that would make us no better than you. Throw away the gun. Walk until your feet bleed. Then keep walking. Stryker starts walking. Kayla lies there. We cut to the mutants escaping, and a walking Professor X appears out of nowhere. A very de-aged Patrick Stewart. Patrick Stewart. <laughs> Hell yeah, baby! He's in this too! <laughs> I mean, it's an X-Men movie. I'm kind of... I'm expecting Patrick Stewart, you know, to Yeah, show that up. is true. That is true. I expected at least Patrick Stewart. Maybe Ian McKellen as well, but who knows? At least Patrick Stewart. So they board the helicopter. Riggins watches from a distance. Doesn't matter. We go back to Logan. He wakes up. Things are feeling different. He sees the dog tags. Confused. Riggins comes back out of nowhere. Wolverine doesn't recognize Riggins. He's like, Wolverine's like, yo, where am I? What's my name? Riggins is like, your name is Logan. We have to go. Follow me. And Logan just goes along with this and starts jogging away. Sees Kayla's dead body. 
goes to walk towards it for a little bit. Riggins is like, do you know her? And Wolverine's like, no. Sirens are heard. Riggins is like, we need to go. Logan says, I'll find my way. Riggins is like, all right, bet. Good luck. Logan has a moment and starts to walk away. We back away, all out from Three Mile Island, all the way to the sky. And we cut to black. And we get a few post credit scenes. They don't really fucking matter. I'm not going to cover them. I'm tired about this. And yeah, yeah. That, that's uh, that's X-Men Origins Wolverine. Oof. So, Mike. Okay. This movie is bad. This is not a good movie. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But this mm. movie gave us its sequel, The Wolverine, which I liked. This yeah, movie gave I, us that was good. Logan. Which, which is in amazing. my opinion, is one of the best one of one of the best superhero movies ever made. Yes, I can agree with that. Yeah. And this movie also gave us Deadpool and all the shit and all the stuff that came with it. Sometimes, like Andy Dufresne, <laughs> you gotta call through you gotta crawl through a river of shit to dance in the rain. <laughs> It's oh my god the poetry oh my god my heart's touched no it's no you're right though you are right that's like it's like they made this dog ass movie and everyone was like wow this is a shit fucking movie and then a bunch of separate little people all went but I got a decent idea and then they ran off and did that mm-hmm. and it's like honestly worth if like. If if not having Ryan Reynolds' Deadpool be just completely and utterly butchered mm-hmm. would mean that Deadpool wouldn't have gotten made. Or if, like, <laughs> fucking this goofy-ass movie didn't happen that, like, Logan wouldn't have gotten made, then, man, I, I wouldn't have been happy. But I would sit through this movie, a, a, like, a few more times mm-hmm. if it meant that Logan and all of, the, all of the movies that it kind of inspired would happen. Because, like... That's what it was like, 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 it, like all these other actually good move worthwhile movies happened because of this movie, which I'm like, you know what? I respect. I can respect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, they had to massacre this character, which sometimes you, you need to, like, take a second and realize, OK, well, maybe maybe this isn't the end game. Sometimes it is. Sometimes it isn't. You need to mm-hmm. not look not look at the forest for the trees, if, if you know what I'm saying. Oh, so, yeah. guys, don't go watch this movie. Unless you want to get like a little piece of history to see kind of where Deadpool began and then go. If you're, if you're doing this for like a history lesson, then I guess it, you know, it kind of feels like necessary viewing. Yeah. But if you want to go fair. see some actually good movies, go check out Logan. Yeah. Go check out Deadpool. Yes. And I mean, Mike, I, 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 I have nothing else to say. I am. Yeah. Not, this movie made me tired. <laughs> Yeah, no, that's that's what I'll say. Is like this movie kind of just I won't say I don't actually don't know if it made me tired. I think for me, I kind of just left it the same state that I entered, mm-hmm. which which was kind of like okay, sure, whatever, I'll sit through the movie. And I left, and I was kind of like okay, yep, I watched the movie. It's it's like yeah, if I had to sit there and just pick out like within this universe, pick out the movies that that I would be like yeah, I would recommend watching this. Watch. A, watch one X-Men movie to get context for Wolverine, the character. Mm-hmm. So probably the first X-Men movie. Or the second, you can probably skip If I third. had, 
or, or the second, yeah, skip last stand. Mm-hmm. That sucks. But like the first or second X Men movie, just get context on Wolverine, watch Logan, and then just leave X Men and don't come back unless you're doing the animated series. In which case, bad. I mean, I would say, but, I would say even like day, uh, X Men uh, Days of Future Past. Oh or, yeah, or, or, Days of Future Past is good. Yeah, whichever one's like not Apocalypse. <laughs> I know that for no, not it's, apocalypse. It's the one with James McAvoy mm-hmm. in it. That's the those are that those two the the two movies that have James McAvoy in it are the apocalypse is like good. Mm-hmm. Like so, you can watch those, then watch Logan. Like those are perfectly fine. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, but that and then the Deadpool movies. There you go. You're done. Like that's what you need, guys. That is all you need. But guys, this has been this has been another exciting thrilling throbbing edition of the messed up at midnight podcast go follow us on social media go follow us all eh, go follow us guys i'm really tired go follow us on instagram <laughs> and twitter um go go follow us for all the updates go follow us for move you know movie news and stuff and guys thank you so much for listening to the podcast hell yeah thank you so much everybody mike do you have any do you have any last words sometimes you gotta crack a few rotten eggs to get to the good one well said all right guys we will see y'all next week see you next week everybody